Monsters to some, trusted friends to others, wild and never tamed, centaurs are raring and ready for adventure. Previously only listed as monsters, we now have playable centaurs in both Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica and Mythic Odysseys of Theros. If running one of these iconic creatures sounds like a good time to you, stay tuned because we're going to go over everything you need to know about them in today's episode. Before we get started, be sure to like and subscribe because we put out new content like this every week. And now, on to the centaurs. Centaurs have existed in countless fantasy worlds, and their cultures vary depending on your setting. The places you'll most likely encounter centaurs are the Forgotten Realms, Ravnica, and Theros, and we're going to go over all of those really quick. Strong and proud, most centaurs in the Forgotten Realms live in harmony with nature, either alone or in small tribes. Often they'll have close ties to elven communities as their outlooks about the natural world usually align. But centaurs are given to wanderlust, and since even a single centaur needs to consume quite a bit to keep going, they tend to migrate regularly so that they don't damage the ecosystem. This high intake often spills over to ale and spirits, and many centaurs have a bad habit of overindulging into drunkenness. Among most people, centaurs make excellent companions and even offer rides to trusted allies, though any work resembling that of a pack animal is always met with some derision. Understandably so. The centaurs of Ravnica have the same connection to nature and a love of wide spaces to roam, a love they must consolidate with the cramped and notably artificial city streets of Ravnica. Centaurs are loyal to their families and to their guilds. Most centaurs either embrace a gruel clan and fully embrace their wild nature, or their role as a protector of life and growth within the Selesnian Conclave. I talk a little bit more about Ravnica in our Minotaur video, which you should definitely go check out. The centaurs of Theros are divided into two major groups, the far-reaching and industrious traders of the Lagona Band, and the proud and fierce raiders of the Ferris Band. Lagona Band centaurs travel in family groups that trade between the major Poloi's. Each group, or Guri as it were, must be self-sufficient and includes merchants, scouts, warriors, and anything else the Guri needs to survive. Most centaurs remain with their Guri until they reach adulthood and set out on their protoporus a journey of self-discovery that can take years. The Lagona believe each centaur must undertake the protoporus to find their place in the world, whether that be back in their guri, somewhere else, or amongst the upper echelons of legendary heroes. The Lagona are the centaurs most encountered in Theros, either through business dealings or undergoing their protoporus. While their shrewd business dealings can be fierce, to say the least, they're a calm and peaceful mirror to their brutal Ferris cousins. Ferris bands often come together into vast herds to perform raids on outlying human settlements, pillaging them for loot, supplies, or whatever catches their eye. According to an old Ferris legend, it was a Ferris leader that first taught the primordial humans how to hunt and fish, and as such was entitled to half of what they caught. This little myth is used to justify the countless raids, as it's not the fault of the Ferris that the humans simply forgot this little arrangement. The Ferris value strength, speed, and prowess on the battlefield and on the hunt. They are brutal, greedy, and clever, and are usually galloping away by the time you've picked yourself up out of the rubble. Centaurs have a humanoid upper body down to the waist. Below the waist, they have the bodies of horses. Their human half can display any number of skin and hair color combinations found across humanity, though they tend to have slightly pointed ears and wide, square jaws. Their horse half can also display any equine combination of fur and pattern, even including zebra-like stripes or complex spot patterns. 
Centaurs don't see a divide between these two halves, and will often style the hair on their heads and their tails in similar styles for a cohesive appearance. Just as their cultures are wildly different by plane, centaur names will be quite different depending on where your centaur came from. Forgotten Realm centaurs don't have a hard naming tradition, and their names will often vary by region. Most commonly, though, they will follow their first name with a surname inspired by nature. The centaurs of Ravnica have no family names, but instead they have unique symbols that they wear, tattoo, or weave into their hair that represents their family line. Centaur parents then impart the names of recently departed to keep the memories and souls of their loved ones alive. Lagona centaurs tend to have three to four syllable names they borrow from the cultures they trade with. Ferris centaurs tend to have short and simple names, sometimes embellished with titles of honor gained in past victories. Starting with your ability score increase, you get a plus two to strength and a plus one to wisdom. Strength pushes you hard into a melee build, and several classes really rely on wisdom. The classes that want both are mainly the melee builds of clerics, druids, rangers, and some monks. As for your age, centaurs mature in age at about the same rate as humans, so nothing of note here. When discussing alignment, centaurs are inclined towards neutrality. Lagona centaurs tend to be more lawful, while ferris centaurs are, more often than not, chaotic. Centaurs stand between 6 and 7 feet tall, with their equine bodies reaching about 4 feet at the withers. Ferris centaurs tend to be slightly larger than Lagona centaurs. Your size is medium, because of course it is. Your base walking speed is 40 feet. This right here is the centaur's strongest ability. 40 feet is the fastest official non-flying movement speed available to player races. In most cases, you'll be able to run exactly where you want to in any given round, and that's without stacking a bunch of speed buffs on top of all of that. Your creature type is fey rather than humanoid, and this is sneakily powerful. This gives you a rather janky immunity to spells like hold person or charm person because they specifically target humanoid creatures, so bear this in mind whenever you go into combat. If you move at least 30 feet straight toward a target and then hit with a melee weapon attack on the same turn, you can immediately follow that attack with a bonus action, making one attack against the target with your hooves. A lot of melee classes want to use their bonus action for other things, so you'll get mixed results out of this one. Your hooves are a natural melee weapon, which you can use to make unarmed strikes. If you hit with them, you deal bludgeoning damage equal to 1d4 plus your strength modifier. Like most natural weapons, it isn't great, but it's a nice backup to have. You count as one size larger when determining your carrying capacity and the weight you can push or drag. In addition, any climb that requires hands and feet is especially difficult for you because of your equine legs. When you make such a climb, each foot of movement costs you an extra four feet instead of the normal extra one foot of movement. Here's where we get to represent your actual centaurness with the standard lift power they grant to things that should have been large-sized and then get nerfed down to medium-sized. Basically, if it's a ladder or anything else that a horse would have trouble with, you're going to have a slow move up that ladder. As for the climbing thing, just stay away from ladders as much as you can and try not to get caught into a bad situation while you're on one. Centaurs also have proficiency in either animal handling, medicine, nature, or survival. Survival is probably the most often used of these options, but as with any skill option trait like this, simply pick whatever you're missing out on from your class or background. And finally, as for the languages that you can speak, read, and write in, that is limited to common and sylvan. And as I've acknowledged before, sylvan is not a language in which you can speak to animals with. 
It's a forest language that you can use to talk to other magical creatures and things like that, but it's not going to allow you to talk to the wildlife, so don't think that it can. Currently, there are two officially released sets of centaur traits, one from Ravnica and the other from Theros. Both are correct and are identical in everything except for some lore-specific fluff. There is also a version of centaur from an unearthed arcana still floating around out there. This early build is honestly a lot stronger, but it's still an out-of-date version that you probably shouldn't and won't be allowed to use. Simply make use of either the Ravnica or Theros versions, if you ask me. To close this video out with a cool centaur build, we're going to recommend the Drunk Horse build. Centaurs already line up with monks in a lot of ways, but mechanically speaking, they work really well with the Drunken Master. Your already high movement speed gets even faster, and the drunken technique gives you even more speed and makes it all act as a disengage every turn you use your flurry of blows. At third level, you'll be able to do a full flurry while drunkenly swaying around the battlefield 60 feet every turn while provoking attacks of opportunity. From a DM's perspective, I can honestly say this is a little jarring to get, uh, especially when your player didn't tell you that they were going to be playing a centaur monk, but Hey, I can recommend it from experience, even if it's not my own direct experience. I'm sure I'm not alone on this, but I just think the concept of a centaur is really cool, and I'm glad the D&D version has turned out to be not just mechanically sound, but also really interesting from a backstory perspective with all the different types of lore that you get from the different versions. Thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate it. Be sure to like and subscribe because we put out new content like this every week. And if you're creating a centaur character that you're proud of, I would love to hear about it down in the comments, especially because I don't see them that often. So I'd like to hear what you guys are building. Thanks again for watching. My name is Patrick Ferguson from Skull Splitter Dice, and until next time, farewell. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe so you never miss out.